You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Pamela and Mariah. Yeah, and what's puberty? The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help. Hello, and welcome to the Sexy Salt. Whoa, I almost just called it wrong. <gasps> Salty Sex Cast, you guys. Quarantine, we bring something to my brain, and I'm not okay with it. Please leave that in, though. Oh, yes. yeah, of course. Because <laughs> Mariah and I'm raw and don't care. <laughs> I'll raw dog you guys all day long. <laughs> Take it. Anyway, yeah, well, you're here with Mariah and Pamela. Make sure you reach out to us at the Sexy Salt Cast <laughs> at I'm kidding. Don't do that. I'm picturing we, we like a, a Himalayan it's salty lamp. We're salty first. We are salty first. And this is a sex cast, not a salt cast. You yeah. don't know sodium. To that's, have why, that's why as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> the sexy yeah. salt cast is, it's all about, uh, it's all about Himalayan salt lamps that have been uh, sculptured, right? To look like different genitalia. Brady, that's that was just awful. <laughs> so we're we're um for those of you who um are on Patreon, uh if our sound quality, like we've said a few episodes before, we are on we're still at home during quarantine, so we're coming at you together separately. From separate homes oh my god <laughs> really can't talk um on zoom and so yeah and if you catch us on our video recording you can see us all in our separate rooms and yeah i'm yeah. gonna sit on my legs what mariah is saying is that if you subscribe to our patreon page and become one of our patrons then you will get to see our video recordings of this episode but if not it's okay you can you can hear us on whatever platform you're hearing us on now and enjoying us on we hope we'll stop rambling now yeah i mean i'm just gonna say you might want to watch us on video because you're gonna see a lot of my facial expressions <laughs> and i would say that's probably you know a good fun chunk of <laughs> it does make a difference because Actually, neither one of us can hide anything that we feel. No, no, not at all. So I love it. It's it's worth it just to see the facial expressions. <laughs> For sure. Nice. Well, so today we're going to talk about um, different remedies and things that you can do, foods you can eat, exercises you can do, supplements you can take to increase sex drive, libido. Okay, so there's one that I've heard about, but haven't actually tried. And it's called something like Cara. Help me out, guys. Have you heard it? Like, you can get this at Walmart or anywhere, huh? Never. Hold on. I'm going to try to Google Cara. Maybe, maybe. Is it specifically for females? No, it's for females and males. What's that supplement called that someone recommended to us that was for um, to increase your sex drive? Because you guys need that. (laughs) (laughs) 
It wasn't for us. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was like Kara, Kara, or something like that, or Kava. No. Was it maybe Kava? Google that, Brittany. Oh. Yeah, Kava's a drink. So it's a root that's from like Polynesian cultures. They drink kava. It says uh, kava is a natural aphrodisiac, um, non-addictive with the ability to up the dosage as you want. Kava can add quality, add a quality relaxed buzz to your body and libido. Keep in mind, kava can act as a natural muscle relaxer, relaxer and make your body so relaxed it feels numb. Oh. Which is why it is advised not to drive after consuming large quantities. So I have a few friends. I know some people who drink kava regularly. And so I've picked up some like words and things that they use, but like as they're kind of getting that little buzz, um, you know, they call it getting cut. So they're like, I'm cut right now. Um, but yeah, it's, it's actually used for a lot of like Polynesian ceremonies and stuff. Um, it's like they mix it in this big bucket and they have like a sieve that like drains it. So you don't get all chunks from the, the powder or whatever i've never actually seen it mixed um but i've heard it tastes like like dirt dirt like just watered dirt like pencil shavings or something so it doesn't taste great um but i've really really wanted to try it so maybe we all need to do an after up after hours episode with us drinking kava kava i'm gonna look on amazon yeah it, it seems though that you can order it in capsule form so you don't have to taste it Oh, that's awesome. I'd right. be down. I'd be down for that. Um, I know there's a strain that's super strong called Island Dope. So <laughs> I also know that. <laughs> yeah. So I used to be able to get a drink from the local grocery store that was called Dickens Cider. Which, if you say it all together, it's Dickens Cider. And there was a little... Oh. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a little black can with like a devil woman on the front of it. And it was like, it was just a, it was, you know, the size of a a, a Red Bull, right? And yeah. it it had horny goat weed uh, in it, which is something mm-hmm. that I've taken as a sex supplement. Oh, I didn't realize that horny goat weed was supposed to be a sex supplement. What's it supposed to help with? It's a, I believe it's a vasodilator. So it, it helps with, uh, it helps with erections. So there were some Chinese farmers who noticed that their goats in this particular area of their farming place that ate this one particular weed seemed to be like hornier goats. So they I didn't know that that's why it was like, I've heard of horny goat weed, but I imagined that the goats just had horns or... <laughs> <laughs> looked like horny like horns from goats or you know what i mean like lamb's ear is like a plant that looks sure. like the so i thought it was that kind of thing so i love that it's actually like they they found that their goats were super horny that's so fabulous yeah they, it made their it made those goats in that field super horny so of course you know people are always trying to improve that part of their lives so they started taking it and realized it worked Wow. Yeah. So it says that horny goat weed contains chemicals which might help increase blood flow and improve sexual function. It also contains words I can't say. Uh, chemicals that act somewhat like female hormone estrogen that might reduce bone loss in postmenopausal women. Oh. So it sounds like it's overall healthy. Yeah. Uh, cool. I, I want to say it's phyto oh phytoestrogens. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, there was one time I took um, something that was supposed to help, like, the female libido. Because there's so many things for men. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, well, I want to be super horny. Like, and I kind of was, you know, maybe struggling in that in my life, not realizing how mental that was for me more than physical. And I tried one. Um, it was just like this pink pressed pill. I can't even remember what it was called. Um, but you can just order it online. You don't need, so I'm sure it was marketed as a natural supplement, but um, it just made my heart pump really fast and like my face flush. And I was like, that doesn't help me. So I didn't take it more than twice because I was like, I'll try it again. See if that was anything, but no. Yeah. Obviously helped with blood flow, but I don't need a ton of the blood flow. (laughs) Yeah. So the thing that I take, um, and I don't know how natural you would consider it, but, um, they are bioidentical. So I, I take um, testosterone pellets. They're actually inserted in my butt cheek every three months um, because I am an older woman now. I am over 40. So I um, noticed that like I had a decrease in energy and um you know, I was having more trouble sleeping and stuff. And so I went and got all my hormones and vitamin levels tested. And, and like most 40 year old women, my, um, my testosterone was a little bit low. So they just, it's really interesting. So they, they give you a shot of lidocaine in your ass and then, um, make a little tiny incision in there. And then they have a long, thin metal tube that they drop the pellets down in. And by the way, I don't watch this while they're doing it. Well, it's in your <laughs> so freak me the fuck out. The worst part is the the shot, and then after that, I can't feel anything. Obviously, so it's totally fine. Um, so they drop a few pellets down in there, which are dosed specifically for me, and then um, they just put like a little butterfly bandage on there and no stitches or anything. It just naturally heals within about three days. So it's now that I've had it done a few times, it's not that big a deal. You know, it's not like a scary procedure or anything. I was nervous the first time. You feel them in your butt? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) it made me think of, cause I went and watched someone get the next plan on, um, birth control implant in their arm they do the exact same thing like you explained it to a t so yeah interesting i mean it's you know it's not like the most fun thing to go and do but when i do have my testosterone levels at a, a normal level um i definitely feel that increase in sex drive definitely my orgasms are better they last longer um and they're higher intensity and I just enjoy sex more and seek it out more in general, which like, I honestly, like I have a pretty high sex drive, I think anyway, Uh, but I don't know at this point in my life, definitely like in my twenties and early thirties, I think it was more physiological. I think now it's more mental. Like I just love physical touch and connection. So I think that the orgasm and all of that is 
almost like the icing for me. Mm. But I need all that other bit for emotional reasons or just like, I don't know. I love feeling connected to humans that way. Um, One of the things that's been recommended to me by my wife, who is a athletic trainer and a dietitian, is the first thing you should do is exercise and healthy diet. So if you're oh. like for men, especially if you're a little bit overweight, it'll start to attack your testosterone levels, which obviously correlates to your sex drive and your the quality of your erections and that kind of thing. So if you're a man I've who's noticed, listening, yeah, eat better. I've we've all been um, quarantined, or you know, we're all staying home. Like I, like I mentioned a couple weeks ago in the episode that. <clears throat> that I've been feeling really depressed. And so I stopped working out. I stopped doing yoga. I normally do like a ton of yoga and I'm a really active person. And I've also noticed that my sex drive has gone down because I just haven't been busy. So I know that's true. And I've, I haven't been eating great. I had like chips and peanut M&Ms today and pizza. <laughs> And blueberries. You had blueberries. I had blueberries. Yeah, I did have some. I had a lot of blueberries. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just I've been I've been eating my feelings. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, another naturally occurring vasodilator uh, can be found in lettuce, spinach, beets, and celery. That sounds like a salad right there. And this is coming from the registered dietitian. That's coming from the RD. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, I don't know if it's true, but I have heard that celery makes men come more as well, like the volume of their semen. Why is that a thing anybody needs? <laughs> I want to know, like, like who's ever said, you know, there's just, there's not enough, con- like, my man doesn't Drown produce me. enough for me. I don't think we're going to work out. <laughs> Every once in a while, it is fun if it's that buildup, but only because it's like, oh, it's been a couple days. It's obvious it's been a couple days, but it's yeah. not like, ooh, the bigger the load, I know the better the orgasm. Like, I don't know if that's even a thing. That's a thing. I like, think- I definitely enjoy when it's been a couple of days and it gets like everywhere and it shoots like really far. That's I th- fun. But I, th- I think that's something that happens more like in a man's mind. What? I think that's something that happens more in like a man's mind. Like, we're more excited about the amount. Right. That, like, that makes sense to me. But yeah. I don't, I don't need for that to happen inside my vagina to make me happy. Like, that doesn't, that doesn't do anything for me. Well, I can tell you that guys are not going out and eating celery uh, to put it there, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, they want, they want that, that. The money shot. shot. Yeah, the money shot, that's it. Yep. That makes sense. Well, because um, you were talking about how, um, you know, diet and exercise are a huge part of it. That's something everyone can change. You don't need a prescription for, you don't need even your levels checked to increase it naturally that way. I would say once you've tried diet and exercise and you're still struggling, then you should definitely go. And it sounds obviously, I know, you know, you're so, you're such a crunchy granola, 
I know your diet's pretty good usually, and then always doing yoga. So it was probably really good for you to go and get those levels checked and everything. Um, for me, it's the, like, when it's, when I'm depressed or anything, it's not that I don't eat my feelings. I just don't eat. And so then I'm like hangry. Oh, and yeah. Well, I don't want to touch you and be around you. Why? And so I think that really affects my sex drive that way. So like that depression can kind of really. Um, so what else were you saying, Brady? Diet and exercise. And then you started to say something else, I thought. Sorry, I muted myself. Um, I I mean, uh, most of my, my research and like experiments have all been from a male perspective. So I was kind of letting you guys talk about the female perspective first, I guess. Oh. But if you want me to jump in with some things that I've tried that work pretty well. Yeah, I'm interested. So there's a, um, you can go get this at GNC. GNC usually has it. I haven't seen it anywhere else or probably Amazon. Um, but there's a, a supplement called Yohimbi, which is made from the bark of a tree in Africa. And uh, that is an intense uh i'm guessing it's a vasodilator because i get flush like my face gets red uh i can't sleep and the the erections are endless yeah like guys don't take it on a night where you're not sure you're having sex because you'll be up all night masturbating (laughs) so is it just a once daily or is it just once when you're ready kind of like a um, about an hour. Pill. It's about an hour before is what is what okay. I was doing with it. And the same with, uh, I've taken horny goat weed in the past. Um, that's something you want to take, you know, about an hour before. What, what was that? Are there any side effects? Yeah, I couldn't sleep. I had, um, like an elevated heart rate and... Yeah, like I said, I was flush. I mean, I had like red patches on my shoulder and chest. So, and then my face, I looked like I'd been out in the sun all day. Wow. Yeah. But it's dangerous. Um, I mean, I, so when I first found out about it, I was told about it by a friend and they gave me, you know, like a little sandwich baggie with two in it. And so I took it, I took it home and I took them both because I didn't, you know, I didn't have the bottle. I didn't read the directions or anything. And two is too much. (laughs) Um, I imagine that if you combine that with other medication, it could probably cause some issues for sure. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't even recommend drinking on it because of my experience with it. Yeah. Well, and I just want to point out right now that natural does not equal safe. Right. And we're not, we're not doctors. The FDA has not approved any of these statements to treat or diagnose any diseases. Yeah. Yeah. And you can use the word, the FDA will allow any company to use the word natural on any products because it has no meaning. It doesn't mean anything. Sure. Um, so do your research. Don't take our word for it or anyone else's. Do your research and before you put something in your body. And then I've also tried uh, niacin, I think is how it's pronounced. I think it's pronounced niacin. It's, it's- vitamin B. Yeah, basically. Um, and then I use that in combination with L- Arginine, arginine, uh-huh. uh, and that—that's uh, a precursor to nitric o- nitric oxide, which mm-hmm. is a vasodilator as well. 
And then uh, my wife recommends uh, a glass of wine, but not too much. <laughs> Wait, in it in combination with those things? No, no, just as oh, part of the yeah. There's a whole I I messed around with it. I've got a whole like tray in my kitchen full of like men's supplement vitamins, and I found a pretty good combination for myself. Um, but. I don't combine all that stuff. I I leave Yohimbi out if I'm using anything else. Yohimbi is a standalone product. Oh, okay. I think it's as close as you can get to Viagra without using Viagra. But I'm curious about which one's safer. I would say horny goat weed. I've taken six of those. Oh. And that came in a pill format or was it like powder or... They're just little gel caps. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I also recommend a multivitamin to anyone who's over. Well, I recommend it to everybody. I mean, honestly, <laughs> kids should be taking it. But um, yeah, I mean, as as a guy, I've noticed there's a difference if I'm on a regular diet, exercise, and I'm taking a multivitamin versus not using the multivitamin. And, Even with diet and exercise, like you've tested those separately? Yeah, there's there's a different. Like I could be doing diet and exercise and be doing better, but the multivitamin makes a bigger difference or adds to that difference. And then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you throw in the things like the L-arginine and the uh, and uh, niacin together. That's another step up. Um, and then, like I said, I don't mix Yohimbi with anything because that's, that's like the sledgehammer. It's as close to right. it's as close to anything I've ever taken that like because I I was prescribed Viagra at one point for a sleeping disorder, which awesome side effects are great boners, right? <laughs> um, but Yohimbi is the closest thing I've ever taken to to Viagra. Why would Viagra work for a sleeping disorder? It it had something to do with my blood pressure. Oh okay. Gotcha. So. For a lot of people don't know that, that Viagra was originally developed as a heart medication to help people with uh, with certain blood pressure disorders and, and some other things. And then they discovered that, like, hey, this is giving guys boners that were not previously able to get boners. We could charge $10 a pill for this instead of a dollar a pill. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Yeah. And there, there's also... There's also um, um, I, so I'm on testosterone gel, like you're getting the tablets, right? For your yeah. buttocks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I use the testosterone, the testosterone gel. And if I'm not using the gel, um, I notice a difference. So, I mean, I, I recommend to everybody to get their levels checked, especially if you're over the age of 30. Yeah. So Brady, how much do you think is in your head versus you know, a real physiological effect? Um, I would say with, I would say with the, like anything food, like if you tell me like if you go eat oysters, it's all in my head. In my opinion, it's a hundred percent in my head. But, okay. with, but there well, are, they're slimy and slippery and wet, just like a pussy. So, <laughs> um, I, well, I mean, the same goes for, like, uh, any kind of food. I'm trying to think of food people have told me to eat in the past. I've heard that, like, um, like a really rare steak, right? 
That's you ever, silly. Have you ever, I've heard that, and I eat my steak, not really rare, but pretty close to rare, pretty much all the time. I don't, I don't ever notice a difference with that. Um, I, I would, I would. There's probably a little bit, but with the the with that yohimbi, for sure, it is not. It's not a mental thing because I mean, like, I didn't know anything about the side effects, and like I said, I took the two capsules the first time, and yeah. I looked like. Um, I looked like I'd been out in the sun all day and I mean, my skin was all blotchy. My heart was racing. I didn't know any of that was coming. And then of course, when I, after taking it, I went ahead and did some reading and that's when I realized I was like, Oh yeah. So that works. <laughs> what did you take the other night when we, the last time we recorded in the studio, I think it was the last time before quarantine, you were super red. That was the generic for Viagra. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. That was that was entertaining to watch you squirm in the corner. <laughs> yeah, it it, uh, it it it's hard to explain the you're you almost get a little bit high from it, just because it kind of it. I mean, it, it you know it, it your blood pressure drops when you take it, and so you get a little, you know, woo, right. And I had just taken so they gave me the way it's broken down is you get three three capsules or three little tablets. And uh, I took two of the three. Um, and I thought, of course, like, when's a better time to take it? When, you know, Pamela and Mariah are coming over, I should experiment with sex drugs. You know? Not not for sex, but because I wanted to have that experience and talk about it with you guys. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's the point of the podcast. Right. To report back live. Yeah. It was the worst possible. I have a boner right now. And it's about well ninety percent hard. I want to be I want to be clear about that one too. Is it, there's a lot of misconceptions about it because when I told some friends that I was taking Viagra while I was in the military, I had that sleeping disorder. Um, they're like, "Oh, so you just constantly got boners?" And I was like, "No, like it doesn't give you a boner, it just makes it a lot easier to get a boner." I have another trick for guys who have a long refractory period. The, the time after you orgasm till when you can get hard again, use an ice pack. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know what it is, but it cuts my refractory period, like, cuts it by, like, 90%. Wow. That's, wow. Okay. So explain this method in detail, because like, you hear, <laughs> I hear, use an ice pack. I'm mm-hmm. like, and rub it on your nipple? Like, do what with it? <laughs> Um, so I get the big ones, right? Like the 11 inch ice packs. So you can kind of fold and tuck things and you just sort of like surround my genitalia in an ice pack till you're nubbing. I don't know. I think I would just wait a couple more minutes. (laughs) And Bert has always had a refractory period of like five seconds. So. We're not going to tell him about that. <laughs> he like goes yeah. and he's ready to go again immediately. Yeah, it's usually what I'm working with as well. It's like five minutes max. And it's like, really? Like already? <laughs> so we're going to bed. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, the testosterone gel packs. You shouldn't put it on your genitals. No. And you should wash your hands after you rub it on yourself before you touch your children because you can actually make your children infertile 
if they're exposed to too many hormones and even like clothes and stuff. So if you were wearing a shirt and your kid was really exposed to that, like it really can affect them. So there's, there's pros and cons. The gel's really easy to get. Um, it's really, obviously it's topical. You don't have to inject anything. Um, you're not getting your butt sliced open. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I can see where a lot of people would go for it. There, there are just some um, things to be cautious about, and you should always read up on everything, even if it is prescribed, because your doctor may forget to tell you something, especially if they're telling this to someone 10 times a day, and then they're like, did I tell you about that side effect or not? You know, like they don't really go off the checklist sometimes. Speaking of precautions, you should not apply ice packs directly to your skin. Oh, yeah. I have, I have, uh, when I got my vasectomy, I frost burned my scrotum. Pamela, you look like you know too much about my personal life. <laughs> In this moment, <laughs> I know more than I need to, it but I love you, Brady. It healed up just fine. Okay, good. Um, so I, there, I, what were you saying, Pamela? I said, I worry for you. Right now. <laughs> um, so I used to be, well, I still kind of technically am, but quarantine was like big into the gym and like a big gym rat lifting, lifting, lifting. Like I really wanted to like do bodybuilding shows. So, um, started to fall a lot of like built women and like, what do you do? Cause that, like, there's no way some of those women are natural on there. It's like, they have some big muscles. Like you can't get those naturally unless you're already just like a natural heavy testosterone person. Um, and so there was some oral steroids that someone suggested and I got my hands on and I tried them for maybe a month and it was a really, really low dose. Like, I think I only took it twice a week or something. It wasn't anything major. Um, I really loved the effects it had because my sex drive was super high, um, almost orgasmed every single time, which is kind of hard for me already. Um, and like my clit was super sensitive, like way more than it normally is like all the stuff. Like I loved all that until I started noticing a little bit more facial hair, it got a little darker. I was losing some of my hair at the top of my head and I freaked out because I was like, I do not want to lose my hair. Like I can, I can wax this. That's fine. Um, I already do. Cause like I'm a naturally hairier person. Um, but yeah, I started freaking out and I was like, this isn't worth it. Like, sure. I can probably build some muscle and I, and it wasn't muscle I wanted. It was really bulky muscle. Um, and so I didn't like the way I looked. I just liked the way I felt. I had more energy and everything. So I'm like, how do I get that without all those other side effects? I want that increased sex drive. I want that more energy. Um, I don't want to lose the hair on my head and quote unquote, get things illegally. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, so I took a thyroid medication recently that did the same thing. Like it gave me tons of energy. I felt 10 years younger but then I was losing all my hair and I don't know if I'll ever get that hair back. You know, I mean, luckily I have curly hair, so it wasn't a huge deal. I can hide the fact that it's thinner cause it's just, I can make it poofy. 
but you always have the volume. <laughs> yeah, but it's freaky to be in the shower and see like huge clumps of hair fall out of your head and you're like, oh my God, am I dying? Um, but I really want that energy. So I'm not really sure what to, to do about it. Like I've talked to my guy, he put me on a lower dose of something else and um, it had side effects too. It's just, it's so frustrating. Yeah. Um, I think they all kind of go hand in hand with some negative side effects. You know, it's um, whether or not, even even those natural ones where even the side effect could be like dosing, like you can't tell how big the dose is and it's not consistent, especially with some of those natural supplements because the FDA doesn't watch them so much. So it could be the same bottle, but made in different batches and mm-hmm. something could be way more um, saturated than the other one kind of thing. So it's just always being wary of that kind of thing that's going to happen. Yeah, for sure. Now that I'm thinking about it, I did have a friend of mine after I tried Yohimbi, I recommended it to him and he's 25 years older than me. He loves oh. it. So you took it before your time, Brady. Yeah, almost. I. <laughs> it was intense, for sure. <laughs> the other thing that I've been told in the past, too, by my wife was that um, supposedly cucumber, the smell of cucumber, would increase blood flow. Uh, like she would like feel it uh, to certain areas. So... I don't know if that's true. Or like, you know, we were kind of talking, I'm sure the the old wives tale has been around forever is the pineapple, eating a lot of pineapple to make you taste or smell or whatever better. Um, And then it has some type of other effect and it could, it very well could. Um, Enough to test. What did you say? That one is easy enough to test. Yeah. But, um, well, there's uh, the myth, or I don't know if it's a myth, but there's the, you know, like the legend that pineapple makes men, their cum taste better, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Thanks for joining the conversation. Okay. So I must have missed it maybe because of the phone call. You're fine. I'm just um, giving you hurt. <laughs> I do know that uh, Fireball, the, uh, the is it whiskey? What is that? Whiskey. Cinnamon whiskey. Cinnamon whiskey. Um, it makes, uh, it makes women taste like, um, like French toast. <laughs> it has the smell of that. So I could kind of see that, um, even cause my husband drinks it. And so even like after he's been drinking it and I'll kiss him, I can kind of get a little bit of that hint of taste. So I could see how maybe that could travel down to a pussy. Why does it not make men taste like French toast? Um, so I read, I did a little bit of digging into the pineapple thing a little while ago, and they basically said that for it to work, so, or the the scientist who was who was discussing it said for that to to work, you would have to be on like a regiment of pineapple for many many days for it yeah. to work. Yeah, that, that's logical. 
And I'm wondering if certain things for like females for the like smell or taste is really what it happens is it just changes your pH level. Oh yeah, that's Bert probably true. Bert heard us talking about that and he just brought me this. <laughs> <laughs> he wants some French toast in the morning. It does. It's a little tiny bottle of fireball. Anyway, go on. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, it just really could just be end up changing your pH levels. And that's what like the taste is changing um, more than anything else. I have heard uh, from more than one girl that um, men's semen will taste worse if they're like going to the gym really hard and taking a bunch of supplements. Interesting. I can't vouch for that one. And I would say that I kind of am married to a meathead who takes a lot of supplements and goes to the gym really hard. Yeah. I'm I with would, guys like that. And they yeah. both, but I don't know. I wouldn't know. It could have also been like a very specific supplement that was doing that too. Yeah. I don't, I don't have any evidence. So <laughs> I just, thought i'd throw that out there because i have been told that since we were talking about taste well and i do know steroids like illegal steroids um can actually change like even body odor and like the way breath smells so you it's, it's sometimes like a red flag if someone's taking steroids because they have a certain smell and it's it's almost like a musty sweet i don't know um there's been like my husband can point it out because he's been, again, really exposed to that lifestyle and stuff. And there's other things that happen, like thick necks and things like that. So you can kind of tell a few different things. He's like, but when you talk to that person, they have a very distinct smell into their breath. He's like, I'm 90% sure that person is on steroids. So it's just kind of interesting. But I would love to hear from our listeners. If there's anything that you've tried that's worked for you, you can reach us at saltysexcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at saltysexcast. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first time I was exposed to any tips on that was reading Cosmo in probably seventh or eighth grade. It was, young junior high and they said in order to have good sex dreams you should stretch your legs and groin for increased blood flow before you go to bed so I would always do like the butterfly stretch with my legs and like spread them out and like all these stretches right before bed because I was like I really want good sex dreams <laughs> did it work um I really can't remember then probably not. Yeah. I just remember it was like, it made this big impression in my brain because Cosmo Magazine said it, so it was true. Oh, definitely. You know, they're, they're about just as credible as we are. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the cucumber thing that my wife told me about is, uh, is from Cosmo. Really? Yeah, she said it was from Cosmo. Her... Her conclusion for us is, uh, the conclusion is, take care of yourself. Most of us can improve our nutrition, exercise, stress, and sleep quality. Unless someone has a condition needing hormone therapy, there is one of these things they can do before buying supplements. So, yeah, so 
yeah, exercise, uh, deal with your stress. I think sleep sleep's a big thing for me. If I'm not sleeping really well, like if I have to get up at odd times or because my my day job uh, has very crazy variable hours, and if I'm not adjusting my sleep schedule for that and not getting the proper amount of sleep, I I can lose all interest. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like um, without me trying a ton of stuff, I don't have a ton to say on this subject. So I was really interested in kind of hearing what you two both had to say, because I know Brady's always talking about something or other. And I've heard his Yohimbi story a couple of times, which I'm like, oh, I kind of wish I was there to watch his heart attack happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's intense. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, and there's, uh, like alcohol is to a point, you know, it's people get horny, I think more because their, um, their insecurities are kind of put off to the side a little bit. They're not so up in your face. And so they can kind of let go and that that's not so much in their brain. Um, but then again, if you get too drunk, you get the whiskey dick or the sloppy and it's just uncomfortable for everyone. So don't do that. But, you know, there's things that just could even kind of take the edge off that kind of really let you let loose and get comfortable. Um, you know, stretches before sex, maybe. <laughs> um, have you guys ever tried weed entirely legally, of course, um, and had any positive effects? from from that um for sex yeah it's like does it increase (laughs) way too lazy does it make you tired um I do get super like giggly and I enjoy just laughing and like having fun and a lot of times that's like snuggling up with somebody and like being intimate but um I've heard it's it's kind of um hard for the men to get hard if yeah. they take, you know, and I'm guessing this is dosing and everything as well, but right. I have no experience. Um, I joined the military at 19. I've been drug tested in every job that I've had since then. So never even tried it. Unfortunately, wow. I do Brady. know I'm on. Pers- What's that? That was a fun story. Yeah. <laughs> I do know that because uh, I'm on prescription Adderall, and I do know that that uh, is an inhibitor. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's is that why you've tried so many other things, Brady? No, I just didn't like the idea of taking speed every day. Oh, oh, you mean is that why I've tried so many supplements or whatever? No, I've just messed around with it. I think every guy, if you talk to any guy, they've probably tried one or two things. Even if it's working completely fine? Uh-huh. Yeah. It can always be better. Better, faster, harder, longer, more. Like, Bert will take Viagra if, you know, he wants to stay hard for a really long time. And he knows he might get tired or he's planning on drinking or something like that. Then, um, Or if he's, you know, planning on having sex with, like, multiple people in the same night or whatever you know group sex it, it helps yeah because you don't want to like lose it all on the first person you're like oh sorry you get sloppy seconds 
So I um, I tried something. the. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, you know, I think my husband's tried a couple things, and they just sell them at the sex shop. You know, when they're called, I think. I can't remember something Man. devil or something. Yeah, but it's just to help with that. You know, it's another just to stay harder longer. But I mean, it, you go to if you swing by any gas station, they've got sex pills in the store, and they're, they're, there's a reason why they're where they're at. They're they're a popular seller. Seller, people buy them. And I mean, like the celery thing that I talked about, as far as like volume for ejaculation, like I tried that just because I read about it. I was like, this can't be true. I don't even like celery. I ate the whole thing. <laughs> the whole stick? You gotta wow. eat a, you gotta eat a whole bushel or whatever it's called. A whole bunch. Bunch? Yeah, you gotta eat a whole bunch. So I and will I, say that like Henry eats a ton of celery and also ejaculates a lot. Like it, it, it might be a, a, it might be a lot. Yeah, it so, might be something yeah. that ties together. And maybe it has to be the consistency of how much you eat it, not just I'm gonna eat all this one time. There's um on Reddit, if you type in the holy grail of cum. I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta go to incognito again. <laughs> but um yeah, I think like I kind of regret trying anything at all because then I know there's an option out there. So then I kind of hold myself to that standard. I'm like, oh, I remember what sex felt like on that. And I want that again, but I don't want to lose my hair and I don't want to like be taking something that's really potentially harmful in the long run. And so I don't know, just thinking of stuff like that, it's kind of, it's kind of sex. So that's why I'm like, it also makes me really nervous to try anything else. Cause I don't want to find something that I'm like, Ooh, I like this, but then it has all these side effects. So I found oh. the Holy grail of cum. Okay. <clears throat> On Reddit. It's a uh, L arginine, a thousand milligrams. This is a daily dose. Again, we're not doctors. We're not uh, approved by the FDA to treat or diagnose any, you know, whatever. Uh, zinc, 50 milligrams. Pygeum, 100 milligrams. Uh, lechthin, L-E-C-T-H-I-N, 1,200 milligrams. And L-lysine, 100, uh, excuse me, 1,000 milligrams. This is a daily dose. Lechthin is just a thickener, right? Yes. Oh. Actually, I've read on a couple of other posts. to I, I've read a couple of other things that have that uh, recommend that. And they say to yeah. take like four times the amount the bottle says you should take and then drink like a gallon of water. And I'm like, okay, what's the result from being properly hydrated or from <laughs> from drink? And that's another thing that I've figured out uh, being in the military that even if I wasn't really prepared for a PT test that day, if I properly hydrated, I did better than if I didn't, didn't uh, if I wasn't hydrated, right? So maybe maybe the amount of water Talk that about you, hydration, I had to take a drink. Um, but this is this is supposedly the the holy grail they call it yeah, on Reddit for increasing the size of your cum load. So, but that's the thing. But I don't know. I think it's I think it's cool to know that there's so many options out there. Obviously, I feel like with women, it's very limited. 
because um, it's not just about vasodilating. <laughs> it's a little bit easier for men. You yeah. know, it's a little more of that mental, emotional, and energy level. If you can kind of cover something with all of those, which is typically exercise, eating right, and sleeping, um, you know, I think you can be pretty good with where you should naturally be at. Then when you start thinking of menopause and, you know, just age in general, I think, you know, just like what Pamela said, go see a physician and get your levels checked because there there are options. Um, and so especially if you're noticing that it's also um, coming with like depression and things like that, because then, you know, it's something else. It's not just libido. That's, you know, something that should be checked. So. Anyway, thanks, Brady, for uh, trying all that stuff for us so you could share it on the podcast. (laughs) Thanks for playing with your dick. Hey, no problem. I don't mind. (laughs) Well, you, so I know you've you've cloned a wiener. What do you call it? Clone? Clone a willy. Clone a willy a couple times. You should do it for each thing that you try and see if it changes the size oh i'm i am down for that you know i'm gonna set up something that i can lay on with a hole in it that i'll just insert it and see how much water i displace no no laugh i thought that was hilarious (laughs) that's awesome anything else that you guys had to share on this subject no. We're going to drink some kava. That is definitely on our to-do list. I'm I'm down. After hours kava episode. Okay. Again, I just want to remind everybody that we are not doctors. We're not uh any sort of uh certified. We're not even sex birds. Yeah. Yep. We're not we're not certified to help you learn how to treat any of your uh you should always consult with a physician, you know, whatever. Don't 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 get our advice, please. Hey, if you need a dietitian, a registered dietitian, we know how to hook you up. So shout out to Jamie. Uh, yeah. And, you know, none of us have any money, so don't try to sue us. Salty sex cast is not approved by the FDA. I love it. Speaking of not being approved by the FDA, we would love to hear from you guys at saltysexcast at gmail.com. Please reach out to us at Twitter at saltysexcast and also be a patron. Go to patreon.com forward slash salty sex cast. Yeah, guys. Thank you so much for listening and stay sexy and salty. Bye. Yeah. And what's puberty? Puberty? Well, puberty's a lot of things. Here's the thing. When you hear about it first, it sounds very strange. Oh, if it really bothers you, you should see a doctor. Then at puberty, certain glands begin to work, and our bodies begin to change. It enlarges the penis itself. And there's a center opening between those two, which is called the vagina. The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help.